about like two weeks ago, I got this email from Daniel Mitri. So this is, who is and who? I bet you, am I supposed to know who this guy is? So, <laughs> it, I bet you some of our followers, listeners have gotten an email from this person, and it's been a thing for like ten to fifteen years in the um, photography industry, especially. Oh, I think I know. I think I know. You're it's a scam about. email, <laughs> yeah. and I think they do it to wedding photographers as well, but they do it to fashion photographers and like, and I'm just uh, photographers in general, and they uh, they say like, and it's the same email every single time. Mm-hmm. paid a pixel have written about it and all that so it's like they tell you oh i have an opportunity for you to take photos we will pay you three thousand dollars or whatever and mm-hmm. uh, you have to send our uh let's say model agency uh makeup artist six hundred dollars uh after so yeah. they their whole shtick is they send you a check in the mm-hmm. mail and you're supposed to cash it which your bank will cash it in mm-hmm um, cause it's the law in the U S that they cash it in. So the, the money becomes available within five days, two to five days in your it? bank account. It bounces three, about three months later. Mm-hmm. Um, and so people, what they do is, oh yeah, you have to pay for the wardrobe. Oh, you have to pay for this thing. Oh, you have to pay for that. Yeah. Um, so by the time that the check bounces, you're out $4,000 and the bank can't help you. Hmm. So like, wait, does the does the shoot actually happen? No. Oh, Be- so they say it, they say it's like far in advance. Yes. So like <laughs> they tell you it's you. This have- is why you gotta have Zoom meetings with everybody. Do they actually? Yes. Do they have a meeting with you? Will they go forward with it? No, they have a number. They probably have a Google number that they can call you in, but they don't even know anything about the shoot. Mm. So this one, they use Pixabay. So they might be using Pixabay, Unsplash, or like Pexels. So like the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Those, it's like a free website. And they're saying, oh, we're using it for our fall blog, for our upcoming fall collection for blog, showing people the new fashion. The weirdest thing in the email is they said, we need high resolution photos around 800 by 600 pixels. (laughs) And I'm like, those are not high resolution. Anyways, people will be getting uh, messages like this. And it's like paid shoot opportunity, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And the thing is like, it comes from a Gmail. And Daniel Mitri, this whole thing has been happening for the past 10 years. They're just changing the company so it used to be but it's always the same person it's always the same name that they're using they're coming from wherever it's coming from yeah and what how do you spell the last name m-i-t-r-i and this guy was a uh an editor from like a publication before like complex or something some magazine oh so they're so they're they're like faking that they're that guy yeah and then they tell you oh we're working with this company uh and all that so like if you search mm, daniel Mitri, I see it. yeah yeah and then it yeah, also says it like, pops up it's like daniel mitri or like jordy garfias or something yes like and the like other <laughs> the it's like jordy and quack it's like the weirdest na- they'll give you like the weirdest names so you're like what is happening yeah. i mean they could be managers and all that but yeah yeah so if you're a photographer and you get an email saying it's a paid shoot opportunity. Actually, if they if they don't want to transfer money through PayPal or anything or not want to have a meeting with you mm-hmm. prior to it, don't do it. Because that's that's just how it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, yeah. Makes sense. 
and, and people will be this gives me again. a this gives me another topic opportunity that we could talk about buying yeah. and selling used gear because that's yes. another that's another th- i i don't i never buy used stuff but i heard other people and have you have you bought or sold stuff um no but i have a friend that does it locally yeah so just through facebook could, marketplace we, we, could, we could talk about that i think that might yeah. be something else but today, yeah. I don't know. I always feel like the uh, our little banter in the beginning is like counterintuitive to how we create content. <laughs> so I feel uncomfortable because it's like it's not following YouTube hooks. It's not following Reels hooks. But today we're going to talk about everything you need to know, whoever's listening out there, about Instagram Reels, at least as far as what me and Iram understand it to be. Or, yes, we yeah, hope. What yeah. we know we hope, from yeah. six to nine months of creating Reels content. Hey, my name is Reggie Ballesteros. And I'm Iram Datoan, and this is the Focus Shoot Develop Podcast. And we're here to help you level up your content game in the IG, TikTok, YouTube, or whatever platform you're on. Except I got shadow banned, but you know, we could talk about that. That's another episode. That's another episode. <laughs> you can leave we'll, a comment we'll do down below if you want me to talk about my shadow ban experience. But yeah, so, so Reels is... I mean, the way that I describe it is, for one, if you understand what TikTok is, it's Instagram slash Facebook's answer to TikTok, just like how they stole Snapchat for Instagram stories. They they might create some type of thing for Clubhouse. You know, you know, like Instagram just takes everything from everybody and it puts it in the same platform. But is Clubhouse still a thing, though? Kind, kind, I don't know. For the NFT. I think for the NFT it is. And Ooh. I think that's where it's important. But yeah, yeah we got too many things that we got to talk about. But basically, they're basically 15 to 30 second videos. I think TikTok can go up to like two minutes, right? Or one minute. Uh, a minute. Yeah. So 15 to 30 second videos on Instagram. That's, I mean, that's pretty much it. That's, that's your platform yeah. is the 15 to 30 seconds. And then you can put music or voiceover and text. And th- mm-hmm. you, you basically have those three or four things to create your content. And then I think today what we're going to talk about is kind of like what are go-to recipes, what you can try to do as a beginner, things that you can do to kind of enable you to create more reels as yeah. a, I think for, as a photographer, let's, let's kind of drill down. Maybe let's drill down about just for photography. Cause I think photographers yeah. don't like using reels and mistakes to avoid. Cause I think there's, I see a lot of people make mistakes too, when they try to follow our lead and should be useful. Yes. I mean, it's, how reggie and i grew from let's say 8k to whatever it is now like 28k for both Mm -hmm. of us yeah that's we used reels as the main pool to get us there and you don't have to have 10k followers you could be in 1k followers and have a reel go viral yeah and i've seen it i have a friend who made a reel um and it's just a like an overhead uh, drone shot of waves, and he went mm. from and it got oh, like yeah. a, a million views or two million views, <laughs> yeah. and he got like three thousand followers from it. So you don't have like as long as you're making it, it will help you. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So let's talk about like the type of content for photographers that you can create mm. and how it can help you in the content creation for reels. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the easier ones to do. And the ones to like just go for it is um, I do a lot of behind the scenes content. Yep. So whether and Reggie does it too. And for me, it's just having my phone out like recording during a shoot. Mm-hmm. And you just need five to 10 seconds yeah. of like just swiping your phone in front of your camera, uh, maybe showing your client, your model. Also ask your client and models if they want to be recorded in video or mm-hmm. if 
telling them like, hey, I'm making a reel. Yeah. Um, let's take five to ten seconds. Um, let them know during the shoot, prior to the shoot, hey, during the shoot, I'll be doing this. And usually yeah. they'll say yes and they don't mind it. Yeah. I think it's also something you can work into um, if you have like a, a contract, like your yeah. model release or whatever. Because I do have like a social media clause or whatever that says I can use mm-hmm. your likeness as however I want to in, um, what do you want to call it? Like marketing content, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I kind of don't ask them anymore other than if I have my GoPro out. Like I mean that's yeah. sorry, I'm not telling people don't ask, but it's it's yeah. one of those things where it's like it's kind of like they already found me, they already see what I put out. And mm-hmm. most of the time I don't use the audio from the person. So I think yeah. that's the only new medium that might happen that's like not different than me just showing their photos cuz everyone's fine showing me me showing the photos themselves. So Yeah. I think yeah, that, and they're fine with that. Yeah. yeah. So I think in general just make sure you also in addition to asking them work it into whatever contract or discussion you have about like just utilizing social media in general because i think it's Mm -hmm. becoming it's coming like part of it it's like i would say it's it's like as essential as a blog was 10 years ago yeah exactly so it's like it's a part of content creation now is that behind the scenes content um that uh, people do so they kind of get used to it as mm-hmm. well and they expect it because usually they found you through reels or tiktok yeah and most of the time they want to be featured in yeah. that hopefully like, yeah, yeah sure <laughs> yes hopefully. some don't some yeah yeah um so from there now you do your shoot then you can show portfolio yeah. so it could be coming from a set from that set you just do you intro it with uh, bts content or you pepper in bts content throughout mm-hmm. the time and you show photos from it yeah. and it's an easy slideshow yeah um that's another type of content that photographers can start doing that is like the minimum yeah. the easiest way to do it because you're already showing photos anyways mm-hmm. on instagram it's just another way to do it yeah it's up you're showing yeah and this is the the opportunity that if if you feel like you're restricted by the 10 photos on instagram you can you can put more than 10 photos that's your that's your opportunity and then also a lot of people like oh it's gonna ruin my feed like one you don't have to put it on your feed if you don't want to but two if you do put on your feed you can change the cover photo to be the main photo you want to feature so you just show one and then the cool thing is i think is if you show a cover photo but you have hella photos afterwards it means you can still reutilize all those photos afterwards afterwards to mm-hmm. fill up your feed with alternate reels from the same shoot yeah. i think they really think about like the long game when it comes to like repurposing a single shoot yes totally and yeah that's that's the thing that i started doing mm-hmm. as well uh some of the things that people can really start doing and it's a way to recycle content even from three years ago two years ago and all that like, yeah yeah um I, I tell Reggie all the time, hey, just use your old photos from like when you started taking photos. Uh, and there's a lot of, I d- do more portfolio content than Reggie. Mm-hmm. And Reg, I always have to like push Reggie. <laughs> hey, just do portfolio. <laughs> you should stop saying, we should, we should make it so that we don't talk to, it feels like you keep saying my name. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Calling him out. Yeah. But yeah, so like, yeah. Um, just start doing that. And then Reggie, what other, like two other content types that people um, can do? Yeah. So behind the scenes for sure, portfolio, I would say this is something that I do a lot more of is more educational content because I already create educational content on other platforms. 
Um, so recycling is very key. And then also just making something that's entertaining. What, uh, entertaining or like will get a reaction out of people. Like, mm-hmm. you know, for example, I think one, a couple that I've done is one recently, I did this like foe who wants to be a millionaire thing and it's doing really, really well. Like just like choosing between like four choices. So just finding a, a funny joke that you could make about the space that you're in. So photographers. Yeah. Um, the other Did thing, you get that from somewhere? Yeah. Well, cause I, I was, I was, I went on, uh, we'll talk about, it's i think you have one of the tips like okay using trending sounds that's how i found yeah it. we'll look at it um i guess no but i think the actual tips could just be a rehash of everything because we're already yeah so basically i found that one because i went on the reels tab and i just started scrolling till i found ones that i like and then i yeah i, sh- I looked for their sounds and then I saw what other people were doing with the sound. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to make sure that mine was original because I didn't want to like recycle the same because, you know, like some people re- recycle the sound and they'll make the same exact reel. I'm like, you can't do yeah. this. Like, this doesn't make any sense because you're not showing any photos. But uh, this one, everyone, most of the people who use the sound were doing real estate. So they'd be like, you know, uh, like the number one tip to buy a house, put down a down payment, this and this and this. I was like, oh, this would be funny for photographers like learning how to do photography. But um, So Reggie might have just started a trend for photographers. So trendy photography memes, mm-hmm. watch out because this is going to be the new thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't. I wouldn't say it's a new thing. I think it's what most of the wedding photographers do. Oh, so yeah, most of it. the wedding photographers on TikTok have been doing that, and then they've been uh, coming over. So I found a couple people that I found on TikTok that I like their stuff. So then I went on their Instagram, and now I have like a subset of people. But I do think their audiences are different than me, so I can. I'm not gonna steal it, but I can recycle the content in a way that it looks like it's my original. But I'm yeah, I don't have to think so hard. But I think yeah, creating some type of meme or also something that's just funny that you experience like for example when i get in my car i always have to double check my sd cards so like one time i just literally made a reel about like that feeling when you're like shit did i did i bring my sd cards because you can't show up to a shoot without sd cards that's probably the one thing that most people might forget so and a lot of people relate to it so it's like creating something entertaining or relatable that's not necessarily educational but like it could be funny or scary or whatever like rob hall he did one of he was like riding his little suitcase camera bag and he fell yes <laughs> he, like, that's his like most viral he, and he like TikTok. slammed like a g master zoom on the ground yeah <laughs> we should include but... the show notes for that one yeah we don't even do show notes but yeah no. like like that was that was a viral reel of him just like you know like so if you like drop your camera and you got it on on film like that would be a reel we'll link that in the caption or the description <laughs> Is oh yeah the rob hall yeah we'll make him viral or we again. can share it in the story instagram stories too but yeah, yeah that one that one is, is a good one um yeah but so yeah, let, i let's... like the exposure one that you just did that one went pretty well too yeah yeah that was an old one too so i yeah I was, uh, another thing too is it's kind of like our little hack but like if you grow your audience significantly yep you can probably most likely repurpose the same reel, maybe change a few things about it, but the same concept will work because now you have a total new set of eyes that can connect with it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we do the same thing for carousels as well. But yeah, repurposing yeah. always helps and it makes it easy for you as a content creator yeah. as well. Yeah. So let's talk about how like the recipe for a reel and how to make it work. So you have 15 to 30 seconds to make something, whether yeah. it's entertaining, educational, BTS, portfolio work. Yeah. But the first thing that you have to have, that first three seconds is key. And this is where your hook comes in. Mm-hmm. Don't introduce yourself. You're wasting your time. Don't go, hey, I'm a photographer, blah, blah, blah. They know that you're a photographer. 
um, if you show photos or you show camera, yep. um, go into your hook. So your hook could be the thing that introduces the content. Mm -hmm. So it's, it kind of teases what people are about to see, whether yeah. it's educational. So like how to do this Lightroom thing mm -hmm. and then you show it yeah. um, instead of saying, hi, my name's Iram. Yeah. I'm a photographer. I'm going to show you how to do this in Lightroom. Yeah. If you say, this is how you do this thing in Lightroom, the context is already there that you're a photographer, that you're going to be teaching us something mm -hmm. um, introduced that way instead of saying, hi, I'm an yeah. educator. Yeah. So um, you skip over, like, the, the truth is, like, I think what you're saying is, like, skip over who we are and then just go straight yeah. into, like, what the heck are you going to watch or yeah. what are you going to see or why should you stick around? Like, any of those things, like, any of, like, verbiage or what you can show. Like, yeah. it, like for example, if you drop your lens on the ground, like, you could literally write, like, yesterday I dropped my lens on the ground. Somebody's yep. going to want to watch that. Or you can show and a picture of, like, the, the lens broken. Um, but yep. it needs to encompass like what you have to stick around for. And it's even though it's like 15, 30 seconds, you still need to make sure that they know what's going to go on. Yeah. And so some of the ones that I use would be like, I bet you didn't know how to do this. Mm -hmm. Or like um, it kind of like you either kind of play with their emotions. Yeah. To yeah. kind of hook them or clickbait. Yeah. Hook bait. But it's that way of like. You have to get a reaction. This mind blowing thing. Yeah. Get mm -hmm. a reaction. Kind of gets a reaction. Or you can just go easy how to do. Yeah. Like all of those. And another way to hook them would be saying what you're about to do in three to five steps. Yeah. But yeah. So or you can even just say how. Yeah. I think that actually that helps more is like if you quantify how quickly or how short you're going to teach them, like it ends up being mm -hmm. faster or sticks more. Like if I tell you like how to price yeah. your photography in 30 seconds versus how yes. to price photography, for some reason, the, the former will do better. Like I don't, yeah. I think it's like because people are lazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably, it I, sets... I think it's because people are lazy and they're <laughs> like, oh, I want to learn how to do off camera flash in five steps. But the truth yeah. is you can, you could do it in two steps, but I think exactly. I, <laughs> I guess I didn't make that real, like how to, how to balance ambient exposure in two steps, but, uh, you should do it. Actually, it's probably um, three steps, but whatever. It's not more than five. Your camera, your, yeah. Yeah. Ambient Most of them are 5,600. 5, so, yeah. So it's, it's, that's pretty easy. Like, yeah, I'm not talking about gelling. It's just like, yeah. And when you quantify it, it sets the, sets the structure expectation. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Cause if know, you okay. set five steps, right. Then yes. at least they'll be like, when they're on step three, they're like, I'm not going to leave yet because I need to know what step five is. So I think that's the the benefit mm -hmm. of showing a structure because even it, this even goes to like any type of content format. If you say like a blog post, 10 locations, if you go in a YouTube yep. video, like five steps to start up your photography business, you're going to want to know what the last one is. Yeah. And if you're exactly. a good content creator, you'll make sure that they need to wait to get closure yep. until the end. So I think that's something you need to do. And the reason for this is retention. Like, yes, like what's getting all analytical, but retaining someone to watch your content all the way through the end is very important and then in, tar in terms of i think did you say everything you needed to say like kind of creating I a think structure so. yeah so either yeah. in 30 seconds in 15 seconds or three to five steps or sorry yeah. not three to five in three steps or five steps or like yeah how to do this in this amount of time or steps that's generally something that you need to do mm -hmm. and when you're editing Oh, one, one last thing. And editing is that you can show like a timer, like something that's kind of going to 15 seconds oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. or showing the numbers. But yeah. yeah. If you if you want to mess in Premiere with that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I think another thing too is side, side note about this is that if you have a lot of steps 
that may be confusing, but you, you give them the gist of the idea, use the caption to rehash all the steps again. That's not too fast. Mm -hmm. So for example, I've done one where I did how to price your photography in 30 seconds. What I did was every single bullet point, I actually expanded them in the caption and they'll use the time to read the longer caption, which gives you more watch time on the reel. Yeah. So it's any anything that I've made is just like, if I gave them five steps, I'll rehash the five steps in the caption too, because then they'll read it or like, oh, at least I don't have to like remember it. Because I think some people are like, oh, if yeah. they watch it over and over, then they need to understand it. Yeah, but you should also show trust that they could consume it in a written format too. Yes. But yeah, going to editing them like creating it to be one predictable also catchy is editing it to music so either trendy music mm -hmm. or just sounds that create the effect like some people just use these cool sound effects that they found on tiktok that like yeah will, will emote like what's changing or a change of emotion but like making sure it links up exactly with that sound is i think is pretty key like i have a mm -hmm. <laughs> i have a very complicated way of syncing my sounds it's probably more work than anyone wants to do but i create youtube videos so it's not that bad but i literally will record the audio using my screen record on my phone then i'll dropbox it to my computer bring it into premiere get rid of oh the gosh. video and then i sync to there oh my gosh so that, but i but i can create like the cuts to be exact and then yeah. the thing that sucks is you have to export it without the audio and then resync it back to your, yeah. to your so if anyone wants to be like super precise yeah you could do that but or or you could just use InShot and just kind of yeah. guesstimate. I just do I do InShot and I just guesstimate. Okay, I hear the beat here and I just cut and then do the beat. Do you import um, the their screen record to InShot though? Yeah, so I uh, download it to my phone from TikTok from uh, wherever. Yeah, and then I add it to a track Got as it. a track. Yeah, and then it, it lines up and you can see the the wave the beats yeah, yeah, the yeah, waveform yeah, yeah, of yeah. the beats. So I just guess. Um, sometimes I miss. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of reels and tiktoks that like kind of like makes me cringe sometimes because it's like off <laughs> yeah yeah because they just like drop it in not on the beat they just drop it in like oh i just want it for two seconds yeah. or that if you put it on the beat it helps the viewer as well kind of kind of stay in watching it and uh, viewer retention and it's more likely to be shared yeah i feel like i, th I feel like the reel that i'm gonna create today i will show a <laughs> My, you know, like my, you know how people put like their YouTube editing timelines? Like, yes. I can screenshot it and like show it on my story to show how like ex extra my editing process is for reels. But you know, like that one that what I say, what I mean when I say I'm like this, and yeah. then they show the in su succession. Mine hits so exact because oh because I edited it on Premiere because I was just like, I need this to be exact. Yeah, but yeah mine so. is like just slightly off because I was just <laughs> guessing. <laughs> yeah yours also i noticed yours also peaks on the audio levels because i think you were did you use the, your screen record and then i think you forgot to turn off your audio no i think it was um or maybe one of it, the person you saved from there's like there's a couple people the one that i saved from yeah because the person has so, like wind yeah oh no and no I'm it has like, wind but you can hear like on the the drum like doo, doo. some people's is clear like mine yeah. is clear and yours is not like i've yeah. noticed that and some people actually in the comments have said oh my gosh my eardrums <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is like my phone i'm watching it on my phone and i'm like 50 percent volume yeah <laughs> and i don't have the headphones on yeah, yeah so yeah. having headphones on will help at full capacity yeah because people listen to it sometimes at full capacity yeah um, <laughs> that's true 
yeah. full volume. Yeah. But so yeah. I think I think one thing to talk about too is so we talked about editing music, but if you want to do a voiceover, I will talk about the extra way. So the voice, so the voiceover, I use this microphone, like, a, and it's this is like not a cheap. This is like three hundred fifty dollars in audio equipment just right here. So you could do that. Like you could get a podcast mic and all this stuff, and then hook it up to your computer. All that. Do you use your podcast mic? <laughs> So you can use a microphone like this. I don't use my. I don't this is, use my see, this is what we're gonna use for the for the Instagram thing. There's this like tiny microphone that got like viral on TikTok, and everyone uses it. And it's just a thing for your for your phone. Um, so uh, for the video part, you can go to YouTube and you can see what this microphone looks nice. like. This is this tiny microphone. You can nice. use this. Um, you can. Oh, use we're gonna a- upload this to YouTube. I, 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 I was just or, gonna i was just gonna make reels. a one minute <laughs> one minute thing but yeah that would be a, um and then you can use it uh, yeah this this reel will be saying what type of microphone do you use to to record your reels and then he's yeah. gonna show this tiny mic that's pretty cool and then you can also you should also have a tiny camera to, to yes a tiny it. camera to record it um <laughs> I use a video micro pro by Rode, so it's like dollars. Oh, okay. So how do you hook it you up can to your use phone? That, um, the are you using your phone uh, right now? No. So you can use oh okay through this, and you have to use the you have to use the other adapter though, right? The TS uh, TRR yes, whatever. Yeah, yeah, the one that's T- gray and black. Yeah, <laughs> the one that's one gray ring and black. So, to like two rings or something like on the uh, two ring to three ring. Three ring goes to your phone. So a lot of people uh, mess us up because the three ring means it's call it's drop. something about the mic, yeah, or like mic. answer the f- yeah, 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 the answer the phone Got or it. whatever. Got it. But yeah, and then so this that, is, those this are some of the things people drop off the podcast and be like, "What are they talking about?" Yeah, because <laughs> audio makes a big difference, especially when you're talking. Yes, especially when you're talking, yeah. it it like makes or breaks a video. Yeah, because like my phone started not doing so well. Um, on audio because i've dropped it so many times so sometimes i use my wife's phone for uh uh voiceovers (laughs) (laughs) yeah and i go to the bedroom yeah because like just on top of your bed is because it's like kind of soundproofed yeah yeah because you have like uh your or in your closet you go in your closet too comforter and pillows around you this is what i do like Put like a pillow fort around me, and yeah. then I record the voiceover. Yeah. See, you have the luxury of not having little kids to make noise. That's true. <laughs> I just do it wherever. Like, there's one time I did when they're napping, but then, yeah, I wake up early to record this stuff. Yeah. Um, Reggie wakes up at four thirty for reels. Yeah. So I'm trying to get it back down again now after the daylight savings time has passed. We're, I'm starting to work up getting up at three again. For the longest time, I was like shifted. There you go to 4 30 because my kids did not yeah children do not follow daylight savings time so they just stay no. there <laughs> so, so you end up sleep <laughs> sleeping and waking up later and even though your work schedule will change but um yeah so the the last step this is like well we'll have to overview it after the last step but the last step yes. is to create some type of call to action i'm not good at this and iron is like you, you should put a like you've told me like yeah. you should like tell them to follow you of like oh yeah i should remind them to follow me or like and if you have something tiny. you're promoting like or if you want people to con- contact you for their wedding like if that's what your content is about is yeah to get leads then tell them at the end mm-hmm. you know like 
Yeah. Like, contact me, or if you're engaged, contact me, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Shoot me a DM or I, whatever, but give them some type of thing to do at the end or to follow you, right? Yes. Um, that's like the easiest call to action, but you need to give them some type of call to action. I don't always do that. Like, for example, a lot of my viral reels, I forget to, to put a call to action, but yeah. you really should um, because it gives... Another cool thing, hack too, is give the call to action to comment and that forces mm-hmm. engagement. Yes. So like I do that, let's say one of my entertaining reels would be like uh, the ones where I uh, talk about like, have you forgotten an SD card before? Or uh, do you have this problem with editing? And I tell people, hey, comment if you have this issue or any other things because it makes it relatable um, and then it gets people to engage with you. Yeah. Um, so that's one of my call to actions. And it's easy to just also with the follow, it's easy because there's a button saying follow this creator did they change the put, position i I don't know where it did. is like is it above it, your name is it near where your name is? it's re- it's right next to your name okay because i because i so that's then, what i've been thinking it's there because they'll tell you where your mm-hmm. name is yes in the preview so when you but, just do it you just put it right above it yeah with like an arrow yeah that's what i or something do. yeah yeah um yeah so that's uh another way to do a call to action so and then the other way that i was doing it is uh, telling people, hey, get, let's go shoot or let uh, like fill out my form. Mm-hmm. And actually, this is another type of content that you can create is promotional content. And I think this is way better than ads on <laughs> Instagram stories is creating promotional content for your stuff. Yeah. Because the difference between Reels and your regular feed is that is a discoverability or it's, it's more discoverable. Um, if you hit, yeah. If you hit uh, in the hashtags compared to a single post or a carousel post, mm-hmm. because the way that the algorithm works is very different. I don't even know if Instagram knows how their algorithm works for it. I'm, pre- um, I'm pretty sure know. they. I'm pretty sure they. Know. <laughs> they do. They just they don't want to tell us. Yeah, but. but it it they send it out sometimes at random, or they pick the ones that they think will do well. Yeah. Um. But if you just create it, hashtag it to your local area. Mm-hmm. People in your local area will find it. And then if you're saying, hey, go shoot with me, they're more likely to book you. And I think a bit more than an Instagram story saying, book me for your shoot. Yeah. Because now you're telling a story about your work and then giving them a call to action at the end to book your shoot. Yeah. it get, It's like a reason for them to book you instead of saying, book me. Yeah. Yeah. So that's another way to do call to actions uh, and it, it's a way to engage, a way to get people to look for more of your content and all that. Yeah. All right. So, yes. Iram, let's talk about the four essential elements to creating a good reel for photographers. The first thing is... Have a strong hook. Yeah. Two to three seconds, a strong hook. And then you want to edit to the music, sync to the beat, or make it kind of have high emotional impact yes make sure you set expectations so you're telling people there's three steps that you're about to show or five steps that you're about to show or teach or it you're doing in 30 it seconds or something like 30 that. 30 seconds or 15 seconds and then give them set expectations and then give them a call to action at the end to follow you to book you to contact you to to give you money for the presets i don't know to block you exactly. <laughs> no, i was kidding you don't want to block some you. people might <laughs> um yeah. Some people probably have. Yeah. So I think though that is the recipe for a real for photographers. Yes. Um so beginner tips though, like what are some things that people might not 
I think. Oh, no, yeah. sorry. So these are beginner tips to, to get people to get started creating them. Yeah, right? to get started creating them. So, I, don't complicate it. Mm-hmm. Like BTS is easy. You don't have to show your face. Um, You just show your work. Um, so slideshows from a set, just like the BTS in portfolio content. Yeah. Make it easy for yourself. A lot of people that I've talked to is like, how do I make reels? How do I have time for it? You're already posting the same way. Um, you just have to kind of remind yourself, oh, I need to just do this. You can even just uh, hook it in with the photo that you have, right? And then you just set it um, on reels. You do have to use another app to do like a slideshow because... It doesn't let you put photos. Think, yeah. yeah, Instagram doesn't let you put photos. Yeah, I think they're encouraging. They're real. They encouraging you. So if you want, if you're wondering how do you use, how do you put photos in a reel? Irem uses InShot. Sometimes I use yeah. InShot. I've also used Premiere Pro, <laughs> so you could use yes. Final Cut. Like there's there's a lot of people who use actual video editing software too, which. If you if you if you're experienced with that, then yeah, use that because it's a little bit more easier with the controls. You can use a keyboard, do mm-hmm. all this stuff, and then you just export to 1920 by 1080 and call it a day. Yep. And Reggie, do you have any tips for beginners? Um, if Sorry, you yeah. are trying to figure out like how to get started, you don't you've never done content creation before. Get a couple very easy ways of capturing what you what you do. Um. And just repurpose the work that you're already doing. So if you have, if you do a lot of work on your computer, get a screen recording software or MacBooks have a QuickTime recorder already built in. So just record your screen. If you're editing something or you're doing something or whatever, and just time lapse it or show it or show the steps of it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're shooting, just take your phone out and start shooting ready. If you don't like doing that, ask someone to come with you and shoot with your phone or just put a GoPro on top of your camera. All that stuff, you can you can repurpose all those things um, and not have to create new ideas. And for example, if you if you dealt with a client that did not tag you in the photo, like one of the viral reels is getting mad at somebody for not tagging you in the photo and making a joke yeah. out of it. Like that is literally one of the most viral reels, that and putting a filter on your photo. Yeah. So people, things that people relate about that you're dealing with your client experience, like take your frustration out and create some content and it'll probably do well. Just don't tag your client in it so they don't know it's them. But yeah, those are, I think those are a lot of easy ways to start creating content around with reels because yeah, they're short. They're 15, 30 seconds. So you don't have to say too much. Yes. And then um, how do you get over being in front of a camera? This is like the next step of beginner. I would a lot of people talk about this. I I don't know. I, I would say just keep doing it. I think I, and that's another thing too is if you want to go to my Instagram I I had a post about like how I'm not really comfortable showing kind of like my skin cuz I have eczema and I think it's just if you actually want to be in front of the camera if you if you really want to book clients or if you really believe in the service that you have, if you really believe in educating then you, you will have to get over that some way because mm-hmm. showing your face on camera is probably the most impactful way to show emotion, tone, the connection with people's eyes. You know what I mean? Like yes. You have to use video. So I understand yeah we're photographers we don't want to be in front of the camera you got to eventually like it's Mm -hmm. you you can't not show up to your gig right that's how people connect with you so you can you can show yourself it's okay to show yourself show the person who's actually taking the photos and i think i encourage everyone to feel comfortable around doing that because one it's it'll connect with your clients too it'll just make you feel more confident and be comfortable being yourself Mm -hmm. it builds stress as well Mm -hmm. um kind of as reggie mentioned the connection um but most of the time, people don't really care yeah. 
about how you look and all that. Usually it's but your it own still builds self. Trust. Yeah, usually it's your own self that's being more critical of it than the people consuming the content. Correct. And like the way like they care more about the content what you're about to say than the way you're appearing. Yeah. And I guess yeah. I will I will put one disclaimer cuz there's bound to be somebody that blows up, gets a viral reel and then gets a lot of people making fun of them. If people start making fun of you, trust me, you're not alone because when you get your content to become viral, there's a lot of people who come out of the weeds to make insulting comments because they are jealous that you're getting exposure. Um, it's happened yeah. to me. There's a lot of people who made like nasty comments because I got a, a viral reel and it's, you just, as much as I want to say, just get over it. Like, I don't want to say you, you have to get over it. There's one p- particular point that you do have to kind of just get used to it and just know that they're not your actual followers. But mm-hmm. If you are struggling with that, you literally can message me and I can help you talk through it because I've had to deal with that. And I don't think building tough skin is the main solution to it's really yeah, not because <laughs> it doesn't yeah. let you you kind of bottle you end up bottling it up and using it in an unproductive way. So um, yeah, I would say it's normal and just figure out how to process it yourself. Or if you need help, you can message me because I have dealt with that stuff. So. Yeah, and I've gotten those too. Like, oh, your hair, oh, your forehead, oh, blah blah blah. I'm mm-hmm. Like, okay, this this person doesn't matter. Exactly, but you should still think uh, talk about how you felt when someone said that, um, and finding someone to talk to about that as well. Yeah, so yeah, feel free to message both of us about those things. So let's go into mistakes that people should avoid when they're making reels. The first thing is don't just recycle a TikTok if you want it to go viral. Or if you want it to be shown, Instagram will not push it if it has a TikTok watermark mm-hmm. or an InShot watermark, something from a third party app. Um, so find ways to uh, not have those things on there. And then that's the, one of the things that I do on TikTok is just screen record it. Yeah. Um, and it gets rid of the watermark. Oh. And I have a reel, a reel about that on how to do that, which Instagram didn't push because probably I said TikTok. <laughs> um I've been putting my Instagram reels on TikTok. I don't know if they they care about that. I've been doing the opposite. Yeah. And I think I got, I'm trying, I'm trying to, I don't know if you've noticed, but I'm trying to create TikToks now, but I haven't, I have to check it out. (laughs) I don't know how to make people follow you though. I barely get more than a hundred views. Yeah. It's interesting how I think you have to use their sound and then the hashtags that you use, blah, 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 it's. And it changes all TikTok like changes monthly and the way that they push content. Because I got a lot more views before. Uh, you knows? did yeah. and they they used to push you to a thousand each time and then however you do in that thousand they'll keep pushing you got it but they've changed it yeah interesting all right that makes sense um in terms of like other things to avoid would be uh doing three to five steps and doing it in odds Five steps maximum because it's 30 seconds. No one's going to stick around for like, mm-hmm. here's the 15 step on how to do this or 10 things that you should go to. Yeah. So when I do locations, when I go do um, how to do, it's it's three to five things and I don't go more than that. Yeah. Five. Yeah. So try not to include too many things where people can't follow. Um, they also, yeah. I think... And going along with that is if you are going to do a voiceover, which I do, I actually write it out and then I'll record, I'll time myself. If I can't say it in 30 seconds, then I don't make it. You know what I mean? Like, so like, for example, I I created a, uh, all my Lightroom shortcuts. So I like, I wrote it out so that I could read from something. And then I I tried to do it. It was like, oh, I clocked it at 28 so I can do this. Mm -hmm. 
um if if you you say everything you need to say and it's like 32 seconds you might be able to like edit it down but if if you you don't want to be like rob hall where he made a 31 second video or no yeah. <laughs> i think he's made no so he made a one minute one because it's like it couldn't be on and then yeah like and then it was two steps yeah or, <laughs> or something like videos. that sir i don't know we're calling out rob hall in this <laughs> podcast episode yeah yeah but you want to just make sure that you fit within the, the the medium that you need to and you're still effective at it. And then I think the biggest thing that I have noticed that was the biggest improvement for my reels is don't put too much text. So if you're going to have somebody read for something for a long time, you need to give them more time to read it. Like rewatch mm-hmm. your reel and see if you can read it within that amount of time. Yeah. See if somebody who reads slow can read it. Um, that's gonna increase your retention because if it goes too fast then they won't be able to know what you're saying and then yeah your the point of your content isn't gonna sink in and the other way to kind of go about this is having captions as well which you can make in instagram threads but you can't make in instagram reels i don't know but you can do captions in instagram threads and download that oh somehow. is that is that how people do it yeah the one some that, people that do automatically it through... goes that automatically yeah goes and then it like can you edit those here's you and then it i think i think you can but yeah so doing that it kind of helps people like this is making it accessible for everyone so if they can't um oh listen to if they're deaf or they're hard of hearing Mm -hmm. they can read it yeah um so that's another way to just making it accessible for people or if Um, like again like a lot of people don't have their audio on so yes in addition yes. like you wanted to make it accessible but also there's just people in general like their kids are sleeping and you don't want the volume on and you want to consume content like putting captions that either summarize it or s- say exactly what you're saying is going mm-hmm. to allow those people to still get what they need to get out of it yes so now we have all these things how to make a real beginner tips um mistakes to avoid mm-hmm. now let's talk about how to go viral Yes. Since we've gotten some virality. And I say viral, probably 250K up or 100K up. Because mm-hmm. 100K up gets you it, quite a lot yeah. of attention. I think my, so, I think mine, my most viral one was like 496. I didn't quite push 500. What was the most that you've ever got? Have you a million yet? No, I think mine was like about 500 or four, between 400 mm-hmm. and 500. Yeah. Um, it was like the diagonal comp, like how to take photos with your uh, phone for product photography. Yeah. And I hit it around, I posted that around like November, mm-hmm. December. So a lot of small businesses were creating stuff for christmas oh so they wanted it they wanted, more. To, know. They wanted yeah. to like to know how to do it and like i like spun my phone and everything so like it it made a d- big yeah. difference and then my latest viral one was my portfolio one like um what i mean when i take portraits yeah and it's just portraits so yeah that's that's my reel for today <laughs> yeah but i'm gonna try a different one i'm gonna try to gear centric it but um yeah so how to go viral though First tip is you have to make them <laughs> and you have yes. to post them. You have to make a lot of them. Like, I don't think I hit my first viral reel until like started in like, when did I start? I don't know. I think I started in September, August or whatever. You started in August. And then I yeah. didn't hit my most viral run till like November, I think. I Whatever one, yeah. it was like the subframing one was one that hit the hardest. Yeah. And like, uh, I guess I, I'm just going to go into the second one. Is I used a trendy song. So it was The weekend's mm-hmm. Blind, is it Blindy Light? No. 
I forget. It was one so. of the weekend songs. And like yeah. that is probably it was, like it was trending at the time and it was also very fast. So I used yeah. it to show a photo and then show the effect of the subframe and then move on. And it, it, it taught by a matter of, I know it kind of is counterintuitive to what we just shared, like don't give too many steps. But if you're teaching one thing, show many examples of that one thing so that you mm-hmm. give different variations and understandings for your, for in the sense of education of like, okay, they can do that. You can do this thing in many different ways. Or if you're showing like a client, like the first kiss, you can show how many different ways you've shown the first kiss. And then your client, the cl- prospective client, like, okay, I, I think he knows what he's doing when it comes to the first kiss. So mm-hmm. start making them like just make reels. And then also, yeah, use, use trending sounds or hashtags or whatever, or sorry, not hashtags, yes. uh, use trending um, sounds or music or whatever that's trending on reels so that yep. because they'll tend to push those those pieces of content because they're trending yeah yep. with the sound and and use hashtags as well um we use about reggie and i try to use about 20 to 30 some people say don't use hashtags to get it pushed but really you should use hashtags to get it pushed mm-hmm. because it goes on top of that hashtag yeah and it's some of the first thing, especially if it goes viral, it stays on top of the hashtag. Yeah. If you go to hashtag Sony photographer, Reggie has like eight videos. Still? On the first 10. I think so. <laughs> so like, like making sure you look for hashtags that has reels and that are pushing reels as well. Yeah. So yeah. And then one last thing is the weekend push. We do you still, like th- do name you still think thing. that that's working? I think think it's still a thing because it's when i notice when both of our videos go get pushed yeah um so at the beginning reggie noticed this thing called the we we called it the weekend push so like you post um the weekend before they usually push it that weekend or the weekend after it was really interesting because it happened several times that they push reels during the weekend and i've asked my friends like did you notice your reel got pushed and they were like yeah during like starting friday or saturday i I think i think the reason for that is because people tend to not post as many posts on the weekends because they are doing something they're actually enjoying their time so then what instagram does is they repurpose like all their like algorithm strength to pushing out reels rather than any other sort of content because they're assuming that people don't have the time to consume it or like whatever Mm -hmm. so they want to hook people back in with their strongest stuff which is tends to be reels um but yeah i've i've gotten like on the ones that did go viral you can gain like thousands of followers within one weekend if it hits the right time Mm -hmm. sometimes you can have multiple ones all get pushed at the same time yep so and and it's happened and i still see it happen for people yeah so but do you think there's a strategy around that like would you say you had to post on a specific date but it's just what to expect i don't think so yeah yeah i don't think so so the thing is how to go viral you just start making them because we don't really know how it all works yeah. it just get pushed somehow yeah. i think the more um, you make them the, the better you get the more data mm-hmm. you take the more and then you can capitalize on little things you've learned on each one you can learn like one yep. percent each time and then one day you're just gonna get all your voltron it and put it all in one thing and then yep. it, if it if the stars align, you connect with your audience, all that stuff, and you did all the best practices, you you can go viral. Mm-hmm. But we're oh, but yeah. we're not gonna guarantee you're gonna go viral because even exactly. we're, we're trying to go viral every single time doesn't mean <laughs> it works. Exactly, just create content. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So let's go into some actionable steps, steps, tips, tips. not steps, that, tips. Yeah. Steps. Are they steps Whatever. or tips? <laughs> all of the above. Yeah. Um. Actionable things that people can do today, this week, 
and all that. So to get one of the things that I like to do is I tell people as well is set a timer before your shoot, let's say 45 minutes in, 30 minutes in, just to get a 10 second BTS. It's the easiest way for you to get behind the scenes during a shoot. To, to set it, a timer. Just kind of like interrupt you during the shoot. Like, oh yeah, okay. Let yeah. Me, okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Sometimes I forget. Yeah. So for uh for me because I forget a lot, what I do is I literally just get a GoPro and put it on top of my camera and just press record. Since my shoots are typically an hour, two hours, I just leave it on the whole time. And then what I do is after the fact, if I have a cool photo, I just go scrub back into the footage of that what created that photo like five seconds before that. Now you have a reel. <laughs> you just yep, literally, that's the only thing you have to do. There's your BTS. Um, and then to make it easy for yourself, because editing within Instagram reels, get third-party apps that will help you edit or get TikTok. You can edit in TikTok because you can upload photos in TikTok. Mm. So there's ways that you can I feel like TikTok edit. captions look cooler too. Yes, they do. But you can't you can't resize the text. Oh, this is the oh, only really? thing. My, my hang up. Yeah, you can't resize like how long a sentence could be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know yeah, how yeah. Instagram has that? Yeah, I don't like that. I'm, I like the way text should yeah. oh that's why there's a, my graphic designer side of me yeah. that but I'm maybe like, they oh. do that based on like optimal user experience legibility i think so i think that's what they don't it just is. come up with that randomly but no um, yeah and then i think the last the last tip is like just experiment and have fun like try to make things you normally feel restricted to in all other platforms. This is probably mm-hmm. the place to try it because your audience might not expect it and then they might like it because they did not expect it. Mm-hmm. Like I've been making a lot of like funny reels be- and people seem to like it more than my educational content or whatever. But also at the same time, it gives somebody something different to land on your page mm-hmm. and then they could see the other stuff that you put out and then they could stick around. So it's like, and it's all. like a foot in the door type of thing to a new follower base. Yeah, and content fatigue is real. So if you do something different, maybe once a week or mm. every couple of weeks, it gets people yeah. back to your account. Yeah. Yeah. All right. This is this is like the, the the reels masterclass. Yes. Kind of the thing that we've been wanting to write about and make an ebook. Yeah. And we haven't, so we just recorded yeah. a podcast. So you can save money if you, because eventually Aaron will make his. <laughs> yeah just listen to yeah, this one yeah. i don't think i'll ever make it <laughs> talked about it for the past nine months i haven't had time the only thing we might well, do is if, if we're still good at this maybe like a couple months down the road we might make a reels boot camp or not boot yeah. camp sorry reels challenge 30 day reels challenge i feel oh, like I we could that. do that but i would need to make i would need to have some money <laughs> before i do that <laughs> First, first things first is uh, take care of the, the business. Yep, exactly. Well, that's everything you need to know about Instagram Reels. Yep, that's it. This, this is everything you need to know. <laughs> yes, that, you don't that, need to know anything nothing else. Nothing else will change. This is it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. That's it. All right. My name is Iram Datawan, and you can find me on Instagram at Photo. My name is Reggie Ballesteros, so you can find me at at Reggie B Photo on Instagram and also on YouTube. See you in the next episode.